How's it going, Yankee fans? Welcome back to Fireside Yankees. Today, we're discussing a few things that Aaron Boone said yesterday during uh, spring training, kind of, you know, catchers, pitchers reporting, minor stuff going on, some bullpens being thrown. We heard about Nestor Cortez. We discussed that in yesterday's episode. And a lot of the injuries that kind of were holdovers from the 2022 season, Ron Marinaccio, there's some guys who are still, you know, recovering and rehabilitating at their own pace. But right now, I want to discuss left field, kind of a surprise name being thrown into the mix, and Boone suggesting that, uh, slugger Giancarlo Stanton could be in the running, you know, actually play a little bit more defense than was previously anticipated. I know everyone kind of is in the same boat as us in the sense that, like, we don't expect Stanton to be a prominent everyday defender. He's not at that point in his career anymore. This isn't the 2017 version of him when he played over 1,300 innings in the outfield. You know, it's steadily been decreasing over time, and last year he only played 312. So how many innings can we actually expect him to play defensively? I think it's an interesting thing to discuss, uh, Ryan, but when you're looking at Stanton, what are your expectations for him? And obviously primary DH, but do you think he can kind of fill in and help smooth over that left field position? So um, just my understanding on how John Carlos Stanton is physically, the Yankees are not going to play him anywhere outside of left field on the road. So if they're going to play him in left field, it won't be at Yankee Stadium. It will not be in that spacious left field. We like putting Hicks. They like putting Cabrera. Younger guys, better legs. Stanton just doesn't, not that he, I don't think he can do it, but the Yankees are going to be careful with him, at least in the regular season. Playoffs, different story. The Yankees, I think, threw him in the playoffs in the ALCS last year, not just in Houston, but also in Yankee Stadium. If they need offense, if they're desperate for offense, they're going to be putting Stanton out there in left field. But that's the postseason. Regular season, 162 games. They'll get creative. Judge at DH, Stanton in right field or... um or playing in Houston, let's say, or Boston, you put Stanton in left field, or you're playing in, let's say, a small, like, in Detroit, you won't see Stanton in the outfield. That's a huge ballpark. No shot that's happening, right? So, you play by ballpark, you play it by left field size, right field size, difficulty of position, and you go from there. So, Stanton plays better when he's in the outfield, if you look at his offensive numbers. I feel like he gets to be a little bit more of an a- athlete. I would like to see him not just stick at DH. Um, the Yankees just need to be versatile defensively. Their offense, they're going to have to figure out a lot of question marks. Number one, one, third base, number two, left field, right? Like there's a lot of things that are question marks. And I think you could agree with me here that the Yankees are just going to mix and match for a lot of the season, kind of like how they did last year to start the year where they didn't know what they had in the team. A lot of guys are coming back from down years. This kind of the same situation. Yeah, look, Stanton is obviously, I, I would say, labeled as injury-prone after a couple of years. The calf injuries have been prominent. It's definitely not ideal. But Boone said this about him this kind of offseason, what the expectations are. He said, I think he's going to be primarily our DH more than anyone else. But my hope is that the outfield is very much in play. So obviously holding out a bit of optimism, um, even if it doesn't mean that he's going to be a prominent piece, maybe he can help smooth over that left field position. Because right now you've got Aaron Hicks coming off multiple years um, of downward spiral performances. Oswaldo Cabrera, who's good defensively, you know, at least he was in right field and other positions left field, didn't seem to be his most comfortable spot, but he's been, you know, working out at a couple positions this offseason to get a little bit more comfort and familiarity. So, you know, what can we really expect from Hicks and Oswaldo Cabrera? It could end up being, like, not the best situation, and obviously we have high hopes for Cabrera. We love his qualities. We love he's a switch hitter. Hicks, you know, we're not as optimistic on. Not a lot of people are, uh, but if Cabrera can rise to the occasion, that would be the ideal scenario since he does have a ton of untapped potential. But if there is a situation where the Yankees have to smooth over that spot for a couple of months until the date, the trade deadline, and, you know, we have heard that Brian Reynolds is still seeking a trade. His, you know, I guess 
asking price could decrease quite significantly over the next coming months. Um, and, you know, this is a position where I believe the Yankees are not trying to jump the gun. Obviously, Jerickson Profar is still out there as a free agent. If they wanted him, he'd probably already be on the roster. Instead, they haven't made a, a move. Maybe he's asking for too much. Maybe they just don't have the money to spend. They don't want to push over that luxury tax threshold that they're about $3 million below. So offloading some money maybe in the cards in the coming weeks, especially once we find out the position battle results at shortstop, if they're going to trade Isaiah Connor falefa there's $6 million there. Josh Donaldson and Hicks obviously have a lot of money to go around if they can manage to get rid of it, but it doesn't seem like Donaldson or Hicks, well, it really doesn't seem like anyone wants them. So we're kind of hoping they elevate their game and improve their worth. But, you know, right now, Ryan, when you're looking at this kind of left field scenario, I would bet my money that the Yankees make a deal closer to the trade deadline over the summer to add some com- competition there because at the end of the day, Yankees did really well last year. Like think about left field last year. You know, you have Aaron Hicks starting like almost on an everyday basis. Um, obviously, you get Ben Intendi in the second half of the year at the deadline, and you know he gets injured, and Hicks is still playing a lot of games and um, getting a lot of opportunity and not really running with it. You know, they still managed to be one of the best teams, if not the best first half team in the baseball last year, despite having some holes. Um, left field being one of them. So I don't think it's necessary to make a premature move right now. I think it's totally fine if we wait until the trade deadline and then make a move. Because if you go and get a Brian Reynolds right now and overpay for him, you cannot guarantee he's going to be healthy for the entire year. So I think the more the more efficient way to go about this would be to wait until the deadline, see who's healthy, see who has momentum, and then make a decision. Because the Yankees can still be a phenomenal team with that left field position kind of being a platoon, um, even though I prefer Oswald Cabrera to win that job, even though I think he'd be better as a super utility guy. Um, it seems like DJ LeMahieu is going to be the infield utility man anyway, so I think they're kind of fine with him being um, that outfield supplement if they need a, a starter in left field for what it, for what it's worth. And Josh Donaldson apparently cemented starting at third base, according to Aaron Boone, definitely confirms a lot of our biggest fears. So, you know, how do you think they go and approach this outfield in the left field position? Do you think it's, you know, worthwhile to wait until the deadline, let Hicks and Oswaldo Cabrera battle it out, and then maybe Stanton helps in, and they can maybe split up the the reps in three ways or kind of ride with a hot hand, um, especially if Stanton is healthy and looking good? Yeah, so um, the way I look at it with Aaron Hicks is projections kind of universally believe that he's going to take a step forward next year, even if it's marginally. Um, if you get him in left field where he's going to play really good defense and he continues to be a really good base runner, um, you have a league average player, right? And I know that this is not exciting. Like, hey, guys, you have a league average player here who's got injury risk, right? Um, but end of the day, as you mentioned, left field was not league average for the Yankees last year. The Yankees had... They just could not hit there. It was a terrible position offensively. Again, you had Joey Gallo and Aaron Hicks combine in left field for a lot of your plate appearances there. So I think you could agree with me here that uh, anything that is close to league average is a win for the Yankees. Uh, if this team somehow got a 100 WRC plus out of left field coming into the deadline, not that they wouldn't trade for anybody, uh, but I'd imagine the season is going pretty well. Um, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe they're hitting really well. Their pitching isn't going well. And maybe Hicks is like the only bright spot on the team, though I heavily doubt that. Um, but end of the day, this team just needs league average for the position. Um, I, I, I look at Aaron Hicks and I say, if he's your eight hitter, your nine hitter for two months, and he's not atrocious, if he's just league average, you take it. You, you more than take it. The Yankees really struggled in that position last year, and I think around Aaron Hicks is a lot of a is a much better lineup. If Stan's health is where it should be, 
he'll be better than he was last year. Um, Judge is obviously going to take a step back. No one can expect what he did last year to happen again. But people forget his best half was his second half when the Yankees were playing awful, right? So the Yankees weren't getting 200 WRC plus Aaron Judge in the first half. They were getting 170, 180. And some projections have him hitting that mark again. So um, I, I think the lineup's better than it was entering the year last year. Um, and I think that that is part of that is that Aaron Hicks, I think, is a better player than 2022 Joey Gallo is because that's not really a high bar to clear. I think I, I would go as far as to say like anyone could have outplayed Gallo during that stretch. So I'm not too moved by um, I'm not like too negative about it. I'm not too happy about it. I'm just kind of like just whatever at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I hope Aaron Hicks plays a lot better than what your voice sounds like right now, bro. You and Kermit the Frog would be brothers. It's crazy. <laughs> sound like Garrett Cole. I could definitely do a Garrett Cole impression right now. Like, we got waxed. Like, uh, you know, it's not good to get waxed. Like a baseball game at a salon, I could definitely pull that, that off if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the Garrett, yeah, Garrett Cole's comments were quite interesting about the ALCS, but he, he's not wrong. We need we need better performances all around, and obviously that left field position is going to be a key one. Shortstop obviously is another one, and you know there's a lot of kind of spots open for open for the taking this this spring training. So we're excited to kind of take a look here, guys. But obviously Stanton's health is interesting to say the least. He has not been a prominent piece. We would love to see him get a little bit more experience, or not rather experience, but more just reps um, in action left field that way. We can guarantee we're utilizing him to the maximum. When you're paying a guy $35 plus million dollars a year, you're hoping he's not just a slugger. You're hoping he's not just a permanent DH and he can actually contribute in left fields or in whatever position they're prominent in. So um, Stanton, obviously the value is there. You really want to extract the most out of it, but the injury concerns have limited his uh, progress in the past and his, his consistency. But Nonetheless, guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below about Stanton. If you think he can maintain this health, what his role will be this upcoming season, obviously, tremendous first half at 31 homers despite only playing in 110 games and dealing with that calf injury and really struggling down the stretch, and he just could not get healthy. Um, and it obviously was kind of fighting through some stuff. But if he can maintain that health, we know we can hit 40-plus homers. We know we can be a catalyst on this team. And um, obviously, we need him to carry that into the postseason because a lot of these guys were just dealing with stuff that was limiting them to a pretty significant degree. But as always, make sure to like, subscribe, drop your comments below, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Yankees episode.